Hello and welcome to Food Allergy Freedom with Chelsea Winterholler, a podcast to help moms who have children with food allergies find emotional freedom. This is episode 39, Is Fear Bad? Hello, hello. First things first, I want to thank you all for being here and invite you to book a mini session with me. It's free and it will honestly take you from having no idea how to process all of the things that are going on in your life to grabbing all of the scattered puzzle pieces and putting them together. It is so simple and I know that I can teach you how to do it. Go to my website, winnerhollercoaching.com and click schedule. I would love to talk to you one-on-one and have an opportunity to help you change your life. Now, let's talk about fear. Is fear bad? For one thing, I know that fear is all around us. I feel it every single day. And my biggest fear is usually about the future. And as I talk to my clients, that's what I find with them as well. Their biggest fears are about the future. Fear that their kids won't choose a career that will sustain them and the lifestyle that they desire. Fear that their children will lose their next football game. Fear that the next time for me personally that my son eats a peanut, he will have an anaphylactic reaction. What about fear of a future conversation? Maybe a conversation with an in-law or an estranged family member or a doctor? We all experience fear. The issue is that we think fear is bad. Now, I totally disagree. I think that fear is telling us something. It's standing next to us waving, saying, hello, be aware. There is something coming up in your future. Or, hello, you might want to put some extra thought into this future conversation or that vacation that you're really worried about. I actually think that it is so nice of our brain to warn us ahead of time of things that we might need to be aware of. But the only real problem with fear is that we are afraid to feel it. Every single human on planet Earth is afraid to feel their emotions. And we are especially afraid to feel fear. I want you to think about it. When you are afraid of something, what do you do? You might even think about the most recent horror film that you have watched. I don't really watch horror films, but I do remember there's this commercial that comes on every year around Halloween and someone comes out with a chainsaw and there's four teenage kids and they all scream and they run into this really creepy shed with more chainsaws in it. It makes me laugh every single time. But listen, if I did 
watch horror films. I know exactly what people do when they are afraid. Just what they did in the commercial, right? They run away. They hide. They do everything they can to physically get away from the thing that is scaring them. What's so funny to me about that commercial, now that I'm thinking about it, is that they literally run into a shed that has more chainsaws. So they're not actually getting away from the fear. Now we, as real life humans, not actors or actresses, do the exact same thing all of the time, every single day. We do our very best to run away from big feelings that scare us. We run away from overwhelm and from stress and from anxiety. We run away from fear. And sometimes we try so hard to escape that fear that we are spending the entire day in our brains reverting back to it. Has that ever happened to you? I'm going to go with the example of a future conversation that you're dreading. So maybe it's with your in-laws because they judge you. They judge everything you do, especially when it comes to choices with their grandchildren. You are always too mean or wait, sometimes you're too nice. You're too strict or sometimes not strict enough. You put them in an allergy program to treat their peanut allergy? Why? And right after that, it seems like they are judging you for not investing enough time or effort into your kids. Do these things sound familiar? There is always a thought and always a judgment. So when you put a date on the calendar of the next time that you're going to see your in-laws, maybe it's two months from now, immediately these type of thoughts start coming to your mind. The thoughts that they will judge you, that they will vocally berate you, the worries of them getting offended, or maybe of you not being enough for them. And do you want to know what feeling follows those type of thoughts? Fear. Fear of their words, fear of how you will react to their words, fear of feeling some emotions like sadness or disappointment that you don't want to feel. So let's talk about fear. Why process it? Why even dig into this? Because the second you process the fear, you take away some of its power. I don't think I need to give you any other reasons. (laughs) The second that you begin to process an emotion, it loses some of its power. Name it. Name the emotion. This is fear. This is anxiety. This is sadness. This is uncomfortable. Then decide what you want to do from there. There are a million ways to combat fear, but today I just want to talk to you about three of those ways. One is pick a time to feel it. Two is breathe through it. And three is just go ahead and invite it to come along with you. So number one, pick a time to feel your fear. 
Not everyone likes this one, but it works really, really well for me. Uh, in the past, I've had a lot of fear about the future. We had problems getting pregnant, and then once we did get pregnant, we had a lot of issues with losing our pregnancies. We had a child die shortly after he was born, and we never really um, found out if it was going to be genetic or not. So we had a lot of fear. So every day I would, I would wake up and just think about all of the things that could go wrong. And so what worked for me was picking a time to feel this emotion. It wasn't me saying, oh yeah, you can never feel this again. It was me saying, you know what? I'm so sick of feeling this emotion for the 18 hours a day that I am awake. So I am just going to choose a time to feel it. And that's going to be my time for the day. Maybe it's from 10 to 1030 every single morning. Maybe it's only on Mondays. You feel it all day on Mondays. Whatever it may be, I want you to be really specific. Our brain needs that. Our brain needs us to be specific. During that time, you can do a few different things. You can maybe list out the possibilities of what could go wrong. You could go through all of the things that could go wrong. So with this conversation with our in-laws, maybe it's, I'm going to offend them with my words. I'm going to say something wrong. His dad is going to comment about my parenting. That will be terrible. I will be so stressed out. I will have to walk on eggshells constantly. I don't even want to have to be in their house. My kids might act up and then I might have to discipline them. And you better believe that that will bring on some judgment. (laughs) You can list all of the things that are going to go wrong in that moment. I also like to ask myself, I'm like pointed out to myself, I'm feeling fear right now. What does it feel like? Maybe it feels really uncomfortable. It feels really tight through my shoulders. It actually feels heavy in my legs. Sometimes it makes my breathing compress and feel super restrictive. It feels like a deep, deep green color. How does it feel in my body? I am spending this time from 10 to 1030 feeling fear. What does it feel like? You can do this. You can pick a time to feel your fear, to write down all of the reasons that you are scared, and then to process that feeling through your body. Picking a time to feel it will free up your brain for the rest of the day. Now, I'm not saying that you won't have a brain that offers it to you again later. It might offer it to you in 15 minutes. Oh, remember, you're scared. You have to go see your in-laws in two months. But guess what you get to do? You get to remind your brain, oh, no brain. We already felt fear this morning from 10 to 10.30. And we are going to feel fear again tomorrow at 10.30. Do you remember that? Right now, what we are doing is making dinner. I promise you, the less you fight 
fear, the more it will relax. So pick a time and just feel it completely. Number two, you can breathe. I lately have had some really amazing experiences with my breathwork coach. She has taught me so much about how our bodies are connected to our brains and that our emotions can actually be released through our breath. So I want to offer to you that the second way to process your fear is to breathe. Now, I'm going to suggest a specific way to breathe, but you can do whatever works for you. You can take, I I heard someone the other day say, breathe in for seven full seconds and breathe out for eight seconds. And if you do that, they said, if you do that three times a day, your fear and anxiety levels will decrease by 50% or something like that. Don't quote me. But I just find it so interesting that our bodies have so much power over our brains. So my favorite way to process fear is to take an inhale of a deep cleansing breath and then take five fast breaths out. So as you're exhaling, you're taking those five fast breaths out. So when I'm taking those five fast breaths out, I breathe out all the stress and worry words. Okay, so I breathe in. And then I breathe out, scared, fear, anxious, judgment, tired. Okay? And I just think those in my head. So it sounds like... Okay? You take that big, deep breath in. And then you breathe out five times. And in your head, with every breath out you give it one of the words that come to your mind, the words that mean fear to you. It might be scared, fear, anxious, judgment, tired, anxiety, worry, shortfalls, anger, sadness. I want you to breathe it all out. And I want you to do it five times. Deep, deep, deep cleansing breath in and five exhales with a word attached to each exhale. And it might be the same word every single time. You might say fear, 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 fear. You cannot do this wrong. I promise. Then after I have done that five times, I start to breathe in different words. I start to breathe in words like calm, love, freedom, comfort, safety, and breathe out those first words, scared, fear, worry, anxiety, anger, in and out, in and out. When you are in panic mode and you are feeling fear, oxygen actually leaves your brain. It goes out to your arms and your legs, kind of like you're in a fight or flight mode. But when you take a minute to restore that oxygen to your brain, you can find your center again. Allow your fear to be 
there with you in your body. Allow it to love and to breathe and to stretch inside of you. It will release. Now, number three, this is one of my favorites. And I learned it first from Jen Larson, who is a grief coach. I interviewed her a few podcasts ago, and she has lost two of her children, a three-year-old daughter and a 17-year-old daughter. And she taught me this first, and I've never been able to forget it. And then I was reading the book Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert, which I highly recommend. It seriously is magic. It's it's a beautiful, beautiful book. And it brought this um, way to process fear to my mind again. And I'm, I'm so grateful for these two women who are willing to put themselves out into the world and teach us how not to push away an emotion, but to actually process it so that it has less power. So you know how some days... Fear just wants to hang out the entire day. It doesn't want to go away. It wants to feel important. Fear wants to feel relevant. Well, I want to share with you how author Elizabeth Gilbert welcomes fear into her days. She actually thinks of it like it's its own person. It kind of reminds me of that movie Inside Out, right? Where fear is just its own little person. And she has a welcoming speech for fear. And this is it. When she feels fear come in, she says, Dear fear, I have a job to do today. And I know that you are wanting to come along with me. Apparently your job is to ensure complete panic in me. And you are so good at your job. Now me, I will be working hard and staying focused today. And you, you go ahead and make yourself at home. But know that you can express your voice. However, you are not allowed to change the direction that I am heading today. You will not be in charge. I love that so much. Acknowledging fear as an actual person, letting it know that we know you feel important, but you're not in control today. She continues to share an example about inviting fear along in the car with her and jumping right in. You can totally sit right next to me in the front seat. Buckle up. Go ahead, fear. You are welcome to come along with me today. But I just want you to know, you are not allowed to touch the wheel. Isn't that beautiful? Fear can come along with you. And when we have big, hard things in our life, like looming doctor's appointments, future visits with in-laws, People who we have loved and lost and we are grieving, sometimes these emotions just need to come along with us, but they do not have to hold the steering wheel. So maybe you do one of these things. You just choose one. You pick a time to feel it, you breathe, or you invite the fear to come along with you. Or maybe you need to do all three. I don't care. 
Whatever it takes to take just a tiny little bit of the power away from the fear by actually feeling it and processing it. Not by running away from the guy with the chainsaw into a shed that is a whole bunch of chainsaws. Don't run away and hide from the thing that is sitting right in front of you. But actually Take a few minutes and feel it. Take the power away from fear. You have got this. Fear is not bad. It is just here to warn us of things that might be looming in our future and to teach us that we have the power to feel and handle every emotion that comes to us. And today I have given you three skills that you can choose between in order to process that and feel it. And if those three skills aren't enough, reach out to me. I would love to do a one-on-one coaching session with you. I can help you with this. I can help you learn how to help yourself. I promise. See you next week, friends. If you are learning from and enjoying this podcast, go to my website and book a mini consultation session at winterhollercoaching.com. You can also give me a shout out on your favorite podcast app or simply recommend this to a friend. Find me on Instagram at winterhollercoaching. Thanks for joining me today. I will see you next week.